It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's episode number 93 of season two. Are the Cubs desperate? Don't forget to listen, download, review. Most importantly, subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, of course, you can find us on Facebook, and you can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. Crowley, happy uh, Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. Yeah, um, I went down to, there's a tiny little uh, memorabilia shop. It's it's in the tiniest little place. It's a town called Hoopston, Illinois. It's past Bourbonnais, kind of maybe like half hour, 45 minutes from Champaign, uh, but I drove down there to get some memorabilia signed. Sarge, Gary Matthews, and Bobby D were uh, in the Sarge house. Sarge and, and Bobby D were there. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So I, I, you know, I went down. I, you know, I've gotten to hang out with those guys in the past, and they're they're just super human beings. And and you know, I, I felt like it was time for a little bit of a road trip, so I went down there and got to see that and get some stuff signed. So it's 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 a great little you know memorabilia shop. It just, and the guy and the and the owner gets. Uh, the owner Bob gets like tons of great guys down there, but it's just like, could you do it a little bit closer? Could you move the store? Maybe just get to Kankakee at least. You know what I mean? It, it's, right. a, it's a hall. It's a hall. But, yeah. But, but it's uh, uh, that's pretty cool. Good for you. I mean, you are you. So what does a, so since you're not into the NFL per se, mm-hmm. what does a Crowley listen to on a six hour round trip uh, drive or five hour round trip drive? Oh, I listen to music. I listen to baseball podcasts, uh, okay. obviously fly the W, but you know, we have Matt Spiegel coming on in the second segment. So I'll, I, whatever can kind of just like, you know, tickles my fancy as far as just, you know, Cubs podcasts. I'm always kind of just trying to see what's going on and what people are hearing and, and, and what's going, you know, for me, baseball is just 24, seven, 365 days a week. So, and then you throw a little bit of music, some, some serious XM and some tunes or whatever. And I'll, I'll listen to whatever. Well, the winter meetings officially kicked off in Nashville, Tennessee on Sunday. So, Crowley, as we like to say, let the games begin. Yep, we, we, we got our first trade of the winter meetings as the Braves and Mariners made a deal. The Braves got outfielder Jared uh, Kalenic and pitcher Marco Gonzalez and first base Evan White. And the Mariners get pitchers Cole Phillips and Jackson Cower. But as far as the big free agents and trade targets, only Aaron Nola and Sonny Gray are off the board. So, I mean, it's Dustin, we're kind of in this really weird point where it's, it's really been all about the Shohei show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're looking at this and we're saying to ourselves, okay, once 
that first domino falls, you know, all the rest will, but it's not until Shohei makes a decision. Odyssey baseball insider and friend of the pod, Bob Nightingale wrote in his winter meeting preview that Shohei Otani will not be signing this week, but anticipates he signs before Christmas. So we may have to wait a couple of weeks before finding out if he becomes a Chicago Cub. But Dustin, he has the Cubs, the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, and the Giants as the finalists as some teams are starting to drop out and turn their attention elsewhere. Uh, I saw now that the Braves seem to be in on Otani. Who knows how they're going to pull I mean, that like, off? Come on, the Braves. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, the rich keep getting richer. I mean, some people are saying that they really got a, quite a steal in this uh, trade they made with the Mariners. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, you're trying to see what, what's happening here, but with, with Otani getting, you know, they're still saying now in the 500 and 600, regardless of the fact that he won't be pitching, 500 to 600 million dollars. So it, it's just, un, you know, it's, I don't think we've ever seen a free agent quite like this. We've seen some, you know, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, and we've seen, we've seen a couple of guys, but this is just beyond anything I've ever experienced, so. Uh, Bob Nightingale was talking in his article preview and he said, I think the most fascinating part of these winter meetings, he's talking to a GM here, is to see if anyone will bite on any of these one-year guys like Soto, Tyler Glass now, Corbin Burns. There's not a Mookie Betts here. What he meant is the Dodgers didn't give up anything to sign Betts and they were able to sign him to an extension. And so what this GM is saying is that you know, when you talk about glass now or Soto or Burns, these guys aren't signing an extension. So you are giving up these guys for one year. And, and what the GM said is you got to be pretty desperate or even stupid to give up a ton for one of these guys. Yeah. I saw that the uh, Yankees supposedly and the Padres had hit a snag on the, uh, the boatload that they wanted um, in regards to Soto for just that, uh, one year, so I, yeah, I mean, this is it's this is the uh, the rumor mill is flying and the, the hot stove is uh, churning. Yeah, and 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 it's interesting because Nightingale goes on to list what he called the most desperate teams, aka where we got this title from. <laughs> and you know, I don't I don't see it as being desperate, but these are teams that are clearly going for it. These are the guys, you know, when, these are the teams when you talk about like say the World Series of Poker, right? And you get to the mm -hmm. final table. Like this is the final table and they're all staring at each other. And you're looking at the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, the Cubs. And he also added the Padres, but for different reasons. And that's because of, you know, the need to slash payroll and, and, and the kind of financial mess that they're in right now. But, you know, when he looks at these teams and the reason he calls the Yankees desperate is you, you, you saw the, you know, well, they can't have another year like they had last year. That's just not how they do business. No, and, and Cashman is kind of seems like a little bit like he's on tilt. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, the Dodgers, it seems, you know, the Dodgers were another one of those teams, I think, that really thought that they were going to land Otani in 17. And, you know, it really seems like they kind of planned for years waiting for him to kind of become a free agent again. So they're desperate to get him. The Giants, as far as the Giants – you know, always the bridesmaid, right? They just keep getting right. turned down by everybody. They got to do something, you know, and the, I'm sure the fans are getting frustrated there. They and then, swung and missed. Yeah, they swung and missed all offseason last year. And and they, they, they missed on Harper when they were going for Bryce Harper. They missed on Aaron Judge. They missed on, you know, the Carlos Correa thing. I mean, it worked out for them, but that still was a disappointment when the fan base was all fired up. And then the Blue Jays are, are I think, a little bit of a step ahead of the Cubs where they have their core guys, 
uh, Bo Vached, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Vladito, all these guys. And you only got them for two more years before they're going to start costing you a lot more money. So right. they have to do something if they're going to make that final push. And right. it, it makes sense that they are. It makes sense that they're in the conversation based on some of these younger guys. And it's either maybe move those younger guys or stick with those younger guys and actually go for it. Right. And what, what Bob wrote about the Cubs is interesting. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this. It said, quote, you don't fire your beloved manager, steal manager, Craig council from your rival, pay him a record salary, shout from the Cubs Chicago rooftops <laughs> that it's Otani or bust and sit backs and tell your fan base that at least you tried if you don't land them. Uh-uh. It's not good enough. The Cubs have to go big and at least win the NL Central or heads will roll in their front office. Two thoughts. Well, I think the the heads rolling in the front office, that's a little much. I, I think that's 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 uh that's very blusterous from uh Mr. Nightingale. But uh yeah, I mean all the rest of it makes all the sense in the world. That you don't you don't you don't run and get Craig Council to get I am trying to think of, you know, a, a third tier guy, you know, a third tier guy that we've talked about before, you know, off the Jorge top of Soler. my head. Yeah. Like Jorge Soler is your DH, Justin Turner as your new third baseman. Uh, and then bring back um, Candelario to play first base and then just pick up some nameless pitcher. It's, it's, it's got, that would be. not be, that would not be good enough. That would be, that would be like strike three looking with the bases loaded. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, when they, when the Cubs fired Ross and signed council, there's no, I mean, Cub fans are just naturally going to think about Ricky Renteria and Joe Madden that move after 2014. And, and you remember once, once they were able to get Madden, then they start landing in free agency and through trades, Dustin, it was in the winter meetings in 2014 that the Cubs signed perhaps their biggest free agent in franchise history when they got John Lester to sign on the dotted line. And a few years later, the Cubs would be World Series champions. So, I mean, it feels like deja vu that, like I said, how often have you seen a manager that did a very, did a good job, not a great job, but a good job. And then all of a sudden gets, you know, the carpet pulled under them. I mean, and this is, this is, Ross was a beloved figure here. So you have to do something. You can't, you have to have a marquee move. So, you know, when, when you're talking or about, maybe, Ocon you know, maybe Crowley, they're quietly, they're quietly working on Bellinger, right? They're, they're acting like they're acting like they're not, they're acting like they're, they're moving on to, oh, and maybe that's what's going on quietly somewhere. There's, there's so many possibilities. It makes your head spins. And so when, when Bob talks about Otani or bust, I mean, absolutely no doubt that, you know, you'd love to get Shohei. But, Dustin, I know especially you've been kind of looking at potentially getting, um, you know, other guys. And and if you're just only going to get Otani and then you can't put a supporting cast around him, remember, Otani, who, is, who many people say is already a future Hall of Famer, has been playing the last, how, what, since six, seven years with, with – uh, Mike Trout, who who many right. consider the best player of this generation, and, Mickey and, Mantle. I'm told Mickey Mantle, right? And and no postseasons. And so when I was listening to the Mully and Haw show this morning, and Dustin, uh, you know, I was making sure that they were they were treating you nice and not talking about you on there. No, but no. they were when I was listening to it, they said, you know, well, it's not, you know, it's not your money if Tom Ricketts buys Shohei Otani. And and I understand that that mode of thinking, but if that prevents you from building the team around. 
well, then it, it's not, obviously it's not my money, but I also want to see if you're telling me all oh, we're getting Otani and nothing else. I don't know if the Cubs are good enough just on that alone. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think they are. Um, if you're asking my opinion on that, you know, the other part of this is you know, we've talked about like the Cubs being able to recoup money by signing Otani, like Otani brings in a hundred million. And again, I don't know exactly which way these revenue streams come, but one thing I did hear on the radio earlier today is that the marquee sports network and their on demand setup is not available in Japan. That, that, that could not go to them. So there's not, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of Japanese baseball fans that are going to be paying the marquee sports network 20 or $25 a month to watch Otani. That's just not how it works. Uh, that's interesting. I, and, and we should get someone on there to talk to us about how that works because, you know, it's um, I can sit there and, and through my MLB package, I get like the, the lead league, the, the Dominican league baseball that I can watch yep. and stuff like that. So I don't, you know, if, if you're trying to grow, I mean, the game, maybe it's, I mean, maybe it's, you can get the MLB network package, right. Or something, you know, the MLB at bat app or something, but supposedly marquee specifically on a single platform and a la carte option is not an option. So that's not like marquee with the Cubs and the money goes straight to baseball. That's not happening. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, even, you know, whether it's Shohei or bust, what, you know, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about different trade targets and free agent targets. And what I did is I kind of said to myself, all right, I'm going to put three tiers together. And when you take a look at this, it's, it's the top free agents uh, and the tra- top trade targets. So I put them into three different tiers. And I think that you can, if you've ever done this on Twitter, there, you know, they give you a certain amount of money and you can spend it on however you want, but you only have X amount of dollars. You know, I, I look at this and I see the tiers and, and I think the Cubs do have to either get a, what I call a tier one free agent or a tier one trade target, and then supplement that with a couple tier twos and tier threes. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through this list right here from the from what we were talking about. Obviously, the tier one free agents. I'm going to go with these three right here. DH, Shohei Otani, clearly number one. You know, another tier one free agent starting pitcher, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who the buzz around him just keeps getting stronger and stronger. And then I had a tough one with this one, but I put starting pitcher Blake Snell up there only because he's the defending Cy Young. Um, I know that, you know, a lot of people are, you know, may put Jordan Montgomery above there, but I'm not going to do that just based off of strong postseason. So I'm just going to go with Blake Snell and put him in that tier one. And then when I looked at the tier one trade targets, you got Juan Soto, Dylan Cease, and Pete Alonso. I'm surprised you've got Dylan Cease that high. I, I Just from what I'm hearing off, off the buzz, I'm trying to be as realistic as possible about this. Um, you know, I, I I would say that it seems to me like a lot of, big market teams, Atlanta, I've heard in the, in the mix for Dylan C's, the Dodgers in the mix for Dylan C's. So a lot of teams seem to really, Crowley, let me know who, who, who aren't the Dodgers in on who, who aren't the Dodgers kicking, <laughs> kicking the tires on that. That would be a shorter, that would be a shorter list to share with the audience. I honestly think that they're just looking at the top tier. I, like when I'm saying tier one, tier two, tier three, I think they're looking at Shohei Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Dylan C's. Those are the three names I think that they are intent on getting which would just be absolutely unreal. Um, but that's that's what I'm kind of looking at right now. And so, 
you know, you have to meet, in my opinion, you have to get one of those six names that I listed Shohei, Yamamoto, Snell, Soto, Cesar, Alonso. I think that's really key right there. And then if you take a look at the tier two free agents, there's a lot of really good value to be had there. Um, Jordan Montgomery, starting pitcher, third baseman, Matt Chapman, and bringing back Cody Bellinger, who can play outfield and first base. I think that's the next level below as far as free agents. And then as far as the trade targets, you know, Corbin Burns was somebody I was kind of flipping back and forth on Dylan Cease, but just because I keep hearing more about Cease and not sure if the Brewers are going to go trade Burns just yet, I put him in tier two. I might have flipped those two. Um, I put Alex Bregman and Tyler Glass now. Uh, I, you know, some people put Tyler Glass now ahead of Dylan Cease. I just, I just get nervous about the injuries. You know what I mean? The, the, the injury history with him is just, and especially, you know, he pitched a lot last year more than he usually does. I, I can just see something. I, I would be much more cautious with Tyler Glass now, but there's no doubt that the ability is up there. Right. He's got the thing that the Cubs lack in, in their starting rotation, right? The swing and miss stuff. Right. Both Corbin Burns and Glass now does. We talked about Bo and Bichette. Burns has the and Burns has the relationship, right? Right. And we, we the talked familiarity, about, I guess, maybe. Yes. And and we also talked about uh, Bregman and the uh, Bo Bichette, but I didn't put him in here, Bo Bichette, because to me, I just think Toronto's going for it. I don't think they're trading him. So I didn't really put him in there as a trade target. Makes but sense. I still think Alex Makes Bregman sense. is a guy that you could get. And would be, you know, I don't know what he's looking for. And, and, and you know, it, it just seems like so much of the talk is surrounded around Shohei that like it kind of is like all these other guys are kind of in the background. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at like a record album and one guy's the focal point in the back, everybody's fuzzy. It, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Like, you know, it's like Shohei, you know, and his buddies behind him. And that's all these other players. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the tier three free agents, I put down Reese Hoskins at first, Jorge Soler, DH, uh, Shota Imanaga, the other Japanese starting pitcher who I think is good, but not an, a one-two. And then a tier three for trade, I would put down Sh- uh, Shane Bieber. We talked about Isaac Paredes from the Padres, or I'm sorry, from the Rays. But one guy that interests me is Ha Sung Kim. He is uh, on the Padres, and he, he's a guy that can play a lot of different positions, and he can play third. And I just think he would be a really interesting person to, to hit leadoff. Is, is that's what I'm looking for. Is, is, is there a really, you know, who would be the leadoff for the Cubs this year? You know, we kind of, I think we had Mike Talkman doing it some, but, you know, I would like to see Ha Sung Kim, a guy like that, would be interesting. He wouldn't be the guy that would give you a pop. But this is where I'm looking at these three tiers and trying to say to myself, okay, let's say you get Shohei or let's say you get Pete Alonso, right? And then I would sit there and go, you know, okay, Hasung Kim batting one. Uh, you got Nico batting two. And then you got Pete Alonso batting three. And then you could go say our Ian four or five and it starts to kind of work itself out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then by the time you're done with that, you're looking at, at number seven, you're looking at uh, – you know, Dansby Swanson. So that's what I keep looking at is I'm looking to me at one of these tier one guys and then putting together like two from the tier two, tier three list. So if you were looking at this, Dustin, and and you had the opportunity, I mean, there's a lot, you can see a lot of possibilities here, right? Yeah. I I do like, I do like the idea of like Jorge Soler. I, I don't mind that. And then put a couple of pitchers or a third baseman, like the top third baseman, Jorge Soler, and Yamamoto, like 
I would rather spend $500 million that way, me personally. So Yamamoto, um, Chapman, and Jorge Soler. Right. And, and, I mean, like to me, I, I would rather do that. That that is a that that to me is better than Otani for me. Right. And then what I'm going to do when this gets released is I'm going to I'm going to put these tiers out here so people can kind of look at them and kind of you know try 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 to mix and match however they want. But but like you said, there's things you can do that maybe you know if you're starting pitching is stronger. Then maybe you know you don't miss Bellinger's offense as much. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Or you know if you got if you got better defense. I mean you know Chapman is no slouch with the or with the bat either. If you did get Cody Bellinger, but you also picked up you know Yamamoto or Cease. Yeah, Bellinger Yamamoto. Okay, I, I could live with that. I could you know, live with that. And Reese Hoskins. At, I wouldn't be mad at everybody about if that happened. And Reese Hoskins is a guy that, you know, is, I, I would, I didn't, when he came up, I remember when he first came up and, and I think he, I don't know if he debuted against the Cubs or it wasn't long after. I mean, he absolutely crushed and I'm like, my God, but I think that there's a lot out there that if you don't get Shohei Otani, it's not the end of the world, but I do truly believe that the Cubs do need to then either get one of those other five names, Yamamoto, Snell, Soto, Cease, or Alonso. I think that that changes the game, and I think that if the Cubs do that, get some of these guys in here, you have the pieces. The Cubs have so many like outfielders that they're just not going to use as far as um, you know prospects. I think that now is the time to make a trade, and you won't kill your system. But that's that's why I think that that you have to go, you know, you can put a couple of things together. You have to go the free agent route. You have to go to the trade route and you have to get, I think three players from that, from this list that I have. And I'll put that out on the uh, fly, the W and my social media on Twitter at Crawley's Cubs. 